0: USA News, I'm Kenneth Burns. The death toll from a landslide in Malaysia is now at 24. Rescuers today found the bodies of a woman and two children under three feet of mud and debris. Authorities say less than 100 people were sleeping at the unlicensed campsite on an organic farm when the landslide happened yesterday. Nine others are still missing. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi supports language in a government funding bill that bans the social media app TikTok from USA government devices. Her spokesman said as much yesterday. Now Stanage, White House columnist for The Hill, explains to News Nation that Pelosi is striking a harder line compared to the Biden administration.
1: She has made her views clear in a way that is not really yet true of the White House. The White House conducting a a review of TikTok that keeps uh, sort of sliding back. We thought it was going to be completed by the end of this year. That now appears less likely.
0: White House spokeswoman Corinne Jean-Pierre on Thursday declined to say whether Biden would support the TikTok ban. It gained unanimous support in the Senate. The House will look at it as part of the government funding bill coming up this week. The mayor of Reno, Nevada, is suing a PI and his company after she found a tracking device on her personal vehicle. The Nevada Independent reported Thursday that the suit was filed in Washoe County Court. Attorneys for Hillary Sheeve accused David McNeely and Five Alpha Industries of trespassing on Sheeve's property to install the real-time tracking device for a client of McNeely's. The private investigator or his legal rep has not commented on the suit. What's being called a triple-demic, that's COVID, flu, and RSV, is having an effect on hospitals in Los Angeles County, California. Available hospital beds there dropped to its lowest level since the start of the COVID pandemic in 2020. Here's how one doctor put it to ABC News.
2: Not only in Los Angeles County, but all around the country. We are slammed.
0: At Northridge Hospital, for example, they are at more than 90% capacity. This is USA News.
1: If your company stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during the challenging time. Now, this is not a loan, and you do not have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at COVIDPayment.com. You heard that correct. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at COVIDPayment.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let COVIDPayment.com Help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDpayment.com. That's COVIDpayment.com. COVIDpayment.com.
3: Elon Musk has a change of heart. Banned journalists are up and running again on Twitter after a brief suspension. Twitter owner Elon Musk originally suspending accounts that he accused of tracking his private jet usage, essentially what he calls doxing his physical location and causing a, quote, physical safety violation, unquote.
4: No special treatment. Um, You dox,
0: you get suspended. End of story.
3: Musk bought the social media platform back in October for $44 billion.
0: Corey Myers reporting. It's about honoring those who have served by the laying of wreaths at cemeteries in every state. Karen Worcester,
1: Executive Director of Wreaths Across America, tells Fox News that volunteers this year have laid more than 2.7 million wreaths.
2: We have seen thousands, thousands of kids standing on the side of the road with their flags, shouting USA, and healing the hearts of these Gold Star families as we make our way here.
1: Here being Arlington National Cemetery, where it began back in 1992. She says wreaths across America will visit more than 3,700 cemeteries nationwide.
0: I'm Jeremy Scott. Several motorists caught speeding through a school zone in the Florida Keys received a stinking onion from a Monroe County Sheriff's deputy. Colonel Lou Caputo came up with the idea more than 20 years ago. It's a way to remind drivers to slow down while driving through a school zone. I'm Kenneth Burns, USA News.
5: Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou a term provider 800-568-2790 Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-568-2790.
6: The following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
7: Welcome to Radio Law Talk, hour two. It is the... Ooh, Seventeenth of December, two thousand twenty-two, and it's Todd, Denise, and I, and our producer Cal Hunter here, having a great time. Uh, have happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, merry Christmas. What other things are the are there during this time? Uh,
4: let's see, Seinfeld, the, the Festivus for the rest of the us.
7: Festivus for the rest of us. What else is there? Any other things I'm missing? I have grievances. I have grievances. <laughs> oh, the, the annual airing of grievances. Uh, yeah, I have grievances, whatever is at the end of the year. Uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. If during any time you want to email us, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. We receive some wonderful emails. Thank you for your wonderful emails. Letters we receive. Appreciate that. Um, we understand uh, we have some some wonderful fans out there that love to listen to our show. We appreciate you. Uh, I'll tell you, without you guys, uh, we couldn't be doing this. But knowing us, if we only had one person listening, we'd probably still do it just because that's who we are. Yeah. And we just love doing this. Thank you to all our affiliates out there for carrying us. We thank you uh, for doing that. Today we're going to talk about some really entertaining and exciting and but only sometimes informative things. <laughs> and that is we're going to talk about FTX, crypto, NFT. We've got a bunch of other issues we're going to talk about. But those are probably the most important things, and we're going to talk about also some some other stars being sued over the promotions of crypto and NFTs, and we're going to talk about uh, you know how how that works and, and whether or not they're going to win or if they have won at this time in defeating that. Saying, look, all we're doing is just you know our endorsement. We're, we're just doing a paid endorsement like any other you know uh, person. Uh, I used to – remember we used to say that? Any other Tom, Dick, or Harry, that's my my—that's what my dad used to say. Uh, we have to say Jan or, or Jane, whatever, does on the radio or on TV. It's yeah. just they, they all – if uh, Kellogg's goes under, does that mean that whoever was doing a Kellogg's commercial is going to have to be sued? Then that's what we're going to talk about and look into. Now, remember, we're talking about general uh, topics, heat counsel. We're not giving legal advice. Um, and with that, you can also go to our Instagram YouTube, we've got we, we got TikTok, we've got Facebook. Go to our Facebook. We're going to start pushing more on our Facebook um, because this we're just just too difficult to go to our Twitter account and everything is just too much. Uh, anything else before we go on to case or no case? The three of you. That's important.
2: Uh, do we, does anybody have any grievances?
7: I do. <laughs> okay, roll it, grievance here, Man. Here, right now it's time to play
6: case or no case. Yay! Ephraim Bates was a promising pre-medical student at Cal Poly, but then the faculty decided to go on strike over compensation for participating in and conducting medical research and studies. They said they weren't getting enough money faculty members advised all of their medical track students to do the same, go on strike, because they weren't getting paid either, because they helped out, and they said, you should get paid. Being a good and loyal student, Ephraim went along with the strike, which dragged on and on and on for more than a quarter. The school was on quarters, not semesters, to get kids through more quickly. So the quarter ended, and for Ephraim, so did his housing contract, his campus employment, His grades were not available to him to transfer. He wanted to pass his test, get into medical school right away. But this whole strike thing really crimped his style. His faculty advisor said, we've drawn a hard line in the sand, and even though we're close to settling, there's nothing I can do for you. Ephraim disagreed. He said, you promised me you would not affect my grade if I supported you in this strike, and now I'm not going to get into medical school. And that means you owe me a lot of money. So he went to the campus advocate and said, can you help me? And the campus advocate said, Go see a lawyer to see if you have a case or no case. Todd Kunin, what say you?
4: So does he have a case because he chose to support and go on strike and suffered negative consequences as a result of that? Yeah. Well, well. At,
6: at the behest of his professors. Well, at the, the,
4: okay, at the behest of his professors, but still, uh, you know, just because the professor said, is seeking support for their position— Everybody has to understand that if you do it, let's see here, if I go on strike and I'm not going to class and I'm not doing any of these things, I may not end up getting the degree that I wanted. I may not end up getting the grade that I wanted in that class. And I, I would say that because the, oh, the risk was so apparent at uh, if he supported them that he wouldn't have much of a case. So I have no doubt I have no doubt that this is a true scenario, but uh, Fred's over there, you know, you know, busting a move. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt is the group that that had a bunch of stuff. Uh, anyway, I I would say this is a true scenario, but this did not result in a case.
6: All right, Denise, what do you think? Case or no case in the case of the medical student denied?
2: Case. He doesn't win his medical license and all of that, but he wins something else. And if I tell you what it is, then I'm going to really key off uh, Fred. Okay,
6: tell us us afterward. All right, Fred, what say you, case or no case?
7: Very easy. And I'm going to say this, and it's going to confuse everyone. It is not a case. It's a scenario for one thing and one thing only. The name Ephraim Bates. That's a made up name. Just that's all I've got to say. Only Cal and I would understand what's going on <laughs> here. And so Oh Todd understands too. <laughs> well yeah, yeah I, alone, I, I even do. i have been said. around you guys
2: <laughs> yeah, long yeah, enough. That's true.
7: That is the reason <laughs> I am saying no case, but maybe a scenario. Names might have been changed.
2: To that, protect the guilty.
7: You got to keep that in <laughs> mind.
6: They could change the name. N- now I want to yeah. know
7: what, just, she can't tip
4: Fred off anymore. Now I want to know what Denise's reasoning was.
2: Well, because I remember there's a case that um, makes the, um, that was just one, I think, in the last two years where the, um, the students that were helping out professors and working to do that, they were like basically um, had uh, stipends and all that kind of stuff. They actually had to get paid some money now, too. So they couldn't just have to work for free for the stipend, you know, for their rent or for what, whatever portion of their tuition they were getting. But they actually had to get paid for their. their they
6: came under labor law. As it was a
2: strike. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So
7: we're saying it's a scenario. I'm we, not. We agree. You're saying it's a case. I'm saying so two wins. Two, uh, she says it's a case. We say it's a scenario. Cal Hunter, what say well, you? Well, I,
6: I I hate to do this because somebody, is, you know, it's like when I used to umpire baseball games. Somebody's going to be disappointed in my, my decision. But the answer is no case. Aha! Uh-huh. True story. <laughs> true story. Absolutely true story. Hey, but stop.
7: The, Can no I ask you a question?
6: That, yeah, hit it. Is that a true name? Yes. Ephraim he, wow. he from is his name? It's a biblical name. But let
7: me say, it's a biblical name. That's yeah. why so when Cal, a lot of times when he makes things up, he uses biblical names. Or he'll use um, from his religion, he has the Book of Mormon. We yeah. don't mind saying that. Yeah. Uh, but So he'll use names from religious books, yeah. whether it's the Koran, the uh, Book of uh, Mormon, I what's going to call him, whether Moses. it's no. the <laughs> Bible. The He's going to use, Cal Hunter uses <laughs> biblical or religious names.
2: Yeah, I've heard him use Confucius again
7: before. By, by no, the that way. that was confusing. That was a whole <laughs> different... <laughs> so I thought you were e-framing us. You were, uh, you are you are Bibling us.
6: Next hour, by the way, on Case or No Case, you'll like this one. The matter of a marathon race with too many runners. We'll explain next hour on Case or No Case.
7: Can we just listen to, we're going out. Isn't that nice? Just listening to Christmas music. Play nothing else, Cal. So just me. go right to it. Have be quiet. Yeah.
6: Goodbye. Please have snow
3: the mistletoe and presents on the tree.
1: Christmas Eve will find me
6: where law talk all advertising for legal services on radio law talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed for more information go to radiolawtalk.com
7: this is frederick penny do you have a copy of my book goose yet Goose has been listed by Amazon as a bestseller, and that means you should see what everyone is talking about. Goose is the beginning of a trilogy that takes the many life lessons of the Collins family and presents them in an easy-to-read, fictionalized format.
6: Goose is a self-improvement book wrapped in a good story that helps readers think about how to live their best life, and it makes a great gift. Goose, available at Amazon.
5: My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
8: Call now. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower in some cases under $2000 in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. If you
5: pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are, Are you, you serious? serious?
6: You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show.
7: So we've followed for years. If you go back to radiolawtalk.com, you can go back. By the way, we got a new website. Have you guys had time? Go look at it. we got a brand new website. Um, you can go back and look at our old um know podcast slash live radio and we've recorded it you can go search it by any topic and you can find it but you see we've talked about college students and them having to to put their bodies out there so colleges make you know you know hundreds of millions of dollars on them and now that's all changed with all the latest supreme court rulings that basically they can go out and sell their name they can do whatever they want and uh, it is very interesting how things have changed. You know, before it's like they can only have so many free meals. You can't give them free this, free that. Completely changed. Let me tell you a quick story, and then we're going to get into Todd. Go ahead, Cal. You had something? In right? high
6: school, a California high school girl transferred to California makes $450,000 a year as a high school athlete endorsing products in high school and going to college. Right?
7: Yeah, because she's because she's so popular, she's, Overhand, yeah. and you know what and now it helps those kids go in there. They also have 2 million followers on Instagram or or TikTok and they get believe it or not, some of them get scholarships in the lower end schools because they'll bring recognition to the school. Now, what I'm bringing up and Todd's got something that's the latest greatest within the past few days. Yep. Something's popped up, but here's the interesting thing. Let me tell you how life and times have changed. I will not give you the university I flew in, and uh, you know this is not a brag thing. This is a fact. I flew in on my own. I have my own plane, and I landed in the private FBO, which is a fixed base operation, which is where the private planes fly in. And I noticed this college as I walked in there. There was nobody in this private little airport, and this college. This was near the same university. One of the big people were there with all their gear on, and there was another woman and a young gal, probably 18, 19, standing there. And after they left, I turned to the the head administrator guy there. I said, what do you do? He said, head administrator of their sports programs. And that was the head coach of this university and the number one recruit coming out of the West Coast, or number one, their number one recruit, woman basketball player, girl, young lady. And she was flying in a private jet home. And they said, it's official. We have now used our top recruits. We'll fly in private jets back and forth to the college to show them what we have. And because they are, let me tell you, they're in a big conference to compete the top kids are going to be flying on private jets. So here we go. We're <laughs> it's starting to happen, guys. I mean, we might go too far. I don't know. I'm not sure, but at least they're going to get some private jet flight.
6: Whereas for me, Southwest is starting to look pretty good. You know, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, can say. I know. Want to get away?
4: Do I ever? So what's going on? Talk so up. you know, Cal, this is interesting because you had mentioned this in your case or no case scenario about uh, students that essentially act as employees, Yeah, and the latest from the NCAA, Southern California, the National Labor Relations Board, and that's significant that it's that specific agency. The NLRB is now seeking to have college athletes designated, specifically uh, University of Southern California, to have those athletes designated as employees. Now, now, listen, this is significant that it's the NLRB and not the state. If it's a state agency seeking to have them designated as employees, then you can kind of understand where they're coming from. That's so they can get paid at least minimum wage, so they can do that. But when it's the NLRB, look, the NLRB was created to protect the rights of employees to collectively bargain. It's for unions. It's to protect the union rights of employees so that they can collectively bargain for wages, hour, better wages, hours, and working conditions. And if the NLRB is seeking to have employees at USC or, or student-athletes designated at, as employees, you see the handwriting on the wall. The next step is so that they can collectively bargain. You, unions, have, yeah. you, you have unions for pro sports. This is heading in the direction of the unionization of college athletes.
7: Hold on, time out. The refs called time out. The student athletes have to stop and take their mandatory 15-minute break. They're out there playing cards, playing uh, on their uh, iPads and uh, okay, we're back at it 15 minutes later. I mean, I mean can, can you can you
4: imagine can you imagine how how segregated this could get in terms of responsibilities let's I I saw a thing the other day where a kicker went down Wes Welker and people might know Wes Welker from his days playing for the Patriots Wes Welker came in I think he was playing for the Dolphins the kicker hurt himself so Welker comes in and is the emergency kicker for the day right he kicks field goals he does the uh, the kickoffs he was actually pretty good can you see the claim being filed at the college level well that's not he was working out of his bargaining unit designation he's a receiver he can't come in and do kicker work. Yeah, Good on, heavens.
6: On his time card, he wrote uh, 15 minutes kicker, six hours receiver, another 15 yeah. kicker. Here we go. Right?
4: Oh, oh, it's just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Oh,
7: All right. So. We're, 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 ha- we're back to where we were, hour one, to the FTX. We want to talk about that. It goes to hour one. We're not going to go over this all over again. But we're, we're, we're into the part of we went through what FTX is. And what crypto is, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We're not going to get into NFTs yet. So um, Sam Bankman Freed has just been arrested in the Bahamas. And Denise just informed us that he's fighting extradition. And he is the former CEO of FTX, which is like the exchange, like the NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange of crypto. Now, they have a a larger competitor, they're like the second largest, they have a larger competitor that decided and they worked out that they were going to try to buy them out. Now there's there's all kinds of allegations out there saying, well, this was the setup. Some say it wasn't, um, but, but here's the deal. When they went in to buy them out, they opened up their books and we're going to tell you what they thought and found and what happened after that when we come back from the break.
6: All right, this is Radio Lost. Is the sound you hear a house of cards collapsing? Don't know, just find out. The show will talk about that as we continue after this break. Don't go away.
4: dance around,
9: Frosty. The snowman was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me.
6: This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
8: How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks a call right now and get our free audiobook guide 800-721-4869 721 4869 that's 800-721-4869 keep listening for an exciting offer from us med if you're living with diabetes and using insulin you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800 251 7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs a CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more, 800-251-7560.
3: A news update. The U.S. Border Patrol bracing for an influx of refugees seeking asylum after the Title 42 rule that allowed Border Patrol officers to turn them away for health reasons expires this Wednesday. COVID cases on the rise across the U.S. again and some school systems putting mask mandates back in effect after the Christmas break.
9: The mandatory masking will be for 10 days after children return from winter break, January 3rd to the 13th. The school District claims it will lessen the transmission of multiple airborne viruses, including COVID-19. I'm Dave Collins.
3: Twitter owner Elon Musk has reinstated several journalist accounts after they were suspended for giving away the location of his private plane and putting what he says is his physical safety in jeopardy. No special treatment. Um, your docs, your docs, you get suspended. Corey Myers, USA News.
6: Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
9: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands. At ninety percent off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra. The same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but ninety percent cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address: slash joy That's slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y.
1: If your company stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during the challenging time. Now, this is not a loan, and you do not have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at COVIDpayment.com. You heard that correct. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at covidpayment.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let covidpayment.com help get you up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDPayment.com. That's COVIDPayment.com, COVIDPayment.com.
5: Is this real life? How did that happen? Boys
1: are weird.
6: It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny, Frederick Penny,
7: Frederick Penny. So, uh, all right, Todd's going to lay out uh, more after we already told you about what FTX was, well, what FTX was and or is in a little bit about the cryptocurrency now talk about FTX and what happens in November.
4: Sure, this is just a a quick timeline of what happened. So around the 2nd of November, a publication called CoinDesk runs a story and in the story they say that this company Alameda Research, we talked about last hour, Alameda Research owned about 5 billion dollars worth of the native token FTT which is which is the FTX's individual token, right? Uh, A couple days later, on the 6th of November, Binance, which also had a holding, owned a lot of FTT token. After that story ran, Binance says, we're selling all of our tokens. They own 23 million FTT tokens, valued at the time of about $529 million. Oh,
9: come on.
4: When Binance announced that they were selling, everybody started to sell. The price of FTT tokens started to plummet and that is when about a day or two later that Binance reached out to FTX and said hey maybe we'll bail you out maybe we'll help you out non-binding agreement to do that but you got to open your books and after reviewing the books a day later Binance said yeah we're not going to bail you out and when they said that that is when everything collapsed for FTX and it went from what a multi-billion dollar company to almost worthless filing for bankruptcy
7: twenty-six billion yeah. dollar valuation. And
4: that's where we find ourselves at right now. And that everything that I just spoke, I just told you about happened between the 2nd of November and around the 10th of November.
6: But the now, more, the fascinating part, Denise, and I think you probably are, are in on this, I know this, I mean our perhaps share my interest, is the fact that he tried spent so much money on the November election. 40 50 mil- millions okay. of dollars w- I mean we're not political actually he but,
2: violated yeah. campaign finance laws right well. well, yeah. now well, they're okay.
7: in yeah I want to keep this on track or so I, yeah I don't want to get to that yet okay sorry. so what we're back so we're back here on this situation what happened in November and the allegations again these are all allegations are that their competitors, at one time, FTX wanted to buy its competitor out. That's correct. And there was an issue that FTX wanted the government to go ahead and start regulating this, and the competitor was not so excited about that. Now, these are all allegations sure. that they're saying. And therefore, the competitor who owned a lot of the their stock in FTB...
4: FTX. F- well, FTX, so he, but it was F... F- he, he owned the FTT token, right. which is the token that FTX sells. Right.
7: And so what happens there is when they sell off. their argument is, and whose the argument is, is before... The uh, Judiciary Committee, what, what committees so they go through?
4: Ke- Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Y- you'll know him from Shark Tank. He's referred to as Mr. Wonderful. He had done paid endorsements for FTX, and he was also heavily invested in FTX. Some of those endorsements, in addition to money, he was paid the FTT token. Well, this last week he testified before a uh, regulatory committee in Congress, and he was the one that said, look,
1: th-
4: his opinion was the reason that uh, – The reason there was so much money collectively in Alameda Holdings was that they were trying that FTX and Alameda Holdings was trying to buy out a major owner of a lot of the FTT token because the fact that that owner had it was preventing FTX from being regulated. And they wanted the regulation because if you're regulated, you qualify for a whole new round of financing. And so, in order for them to be able to get regulated, they had to buy out this major holder of FTT token so that they were in that control limit so they could be regulated. And that's where it went to pot. That was his testimony before the House committee. So,
7: basically, in short, he believed they were kind of set up.
4: That's what he believes. That's he what he believes they were set up. Isn't that interesting?
7: To me, this is so interesting. And, and so, then what happens? It tanks. Oh, so yeah. So, who,
2: who was the major holder?
7: It's all speculative. Oh, dang. So, yeah, here the issue is so now all of a sudden it tanks, and he's out there, and he's subpoenaed before the one of the government committees. When, when you
4: say he, this is Bankman-Fried, right? Bankman-Fried, yes, the yes. owner
7: of FTX, and he is supposed to show up on the 13th of, I don't know, whenever it is. It's not yet. But before then, uh-oh, Securities and Exchange Commission says, no, we're arresting you, and he's in the Bahamas. And they sent it to the Bohemian police to arrest him. And now he's fighting extradition, right, Denise? Right.
2: And actually, uh, the Bahamas does have an extradition treaty with the United States, so it's going to be inevitable that he's going to end up. But he has now slowed down. Before he was uh, trying to be transparent, <coughs> it was like an open book, talking when he shouldn't be talking, and um, now he finally, I think, is getting the... Um, the seriousness of his situation, and he's going to fight extradition.
7: Yeah, and he's and he's starting to say, "Look, wait a minute." I mean, he did say stuff that, you know, he was going to supposedly admit. Yeah, I messed up. But the issue is, what was happening to all these funds coming in, and whether or not this. Is under the rules of the FTC that it is an investment fund. They're, you know, they're obviously going to argue it is not an investment fund, and therefore it's not under the SEC. That's what his lawyers, the FTX lawyers, are going to probably argue. But the issue is, you know, what's going to happen from here on out. Now, Cal's right. So stepping back, uh, Cal's right. He was a um, now outwardly he. And again, we're politically neutral. He put a lot of money, gave a lot of money to the Democratic Party, a lot of money. And it's and then there's a claim that he gave to the Republican Party, but more quietly under the table, kind of. That's the claim. Now the issue is the funny to some of these representatives that he gave money to or people he gave money to, is they're the ones that are actually coming against him and and saying, hey, you've done some wrong things on these committees and. So, so
2: the question is: Are they going to give the money back?
7: Yeah, that's I another issue. I, I don't know, um, but but you know, just jumping on the politics thing, you know, but there's so many people probably that are giving money to them on their campaign. You know, do you have to watch every single person that gives you uh, 99 bucks. The you answer know? is yes. Wow, two fifty. Yeah, I'll tell you just to,
4: just as the average, as that's the aver- not in politics by the way, as the average <laughs> viewer. As the average viewer of campaign contributions in private sector versus the political sector and stuff, I mean, yeah, if if there's a lot of money being donated, that might concern me about any undue effect on um, the politician once they're deciding laws and things like that. But for me, the thing that I would be look more concerned about if there were if there was undue influence this isn't so much the money, but the in person meetings. How many times do you meet together and sit – And I don't know that we have any information about that from Bankman Freed. So he might have donated a lot of money in one account. It's like he donated forty million in this last election cycle. But it, yeah, it didn't all go to one candidate. It went probably went to several and was dispersed and things like that. I'd be if if there was anything untoward about that, I'd be more interested in the in person meetings to see th- something like that. And, and we don't have anything. you looking
1: are
6: looking for quid pro quo. Okay, yeah. here's some money. Here's what I need. Help me out. So, but so, so for
4: so for me, when I look at the money. And I may be in the minority on this. When I look at the money, it's like, yeah, he probably gives to a lot of people. That doesn't, that doesn't really bother me. Well,
2: giving to the Democrats would almost um, would likely uh, enhance the chance that it's going to become regulated, and giving to the Republicans perhaps would not. And you know, he may have you know business purposes for those campaign donations. But
4: but, you know, consider Um. this. If Mr. Bankman-Fried really was, as his ultimate goal, seeking to have the industry regulated so that it could be regulated, I mean, at first blush, I would say that would certainly cut against an allegation that he was trying to be fraudulent for personal gain. Because what you know, inviting regulation is usually the opposite of what people that are trying to get away with stuff want. So
7: I don't know. Don't forget, he did say before he was arrested, and you know which. I, I, With that twenty-six billion dollar valuation, don't you think you have three, four, five lawyers working for you, telling you what to do? Don't you think? Don't you think you have a
4: wall in your house, like plastered up with a bunch of money? His parents, his 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 parents, parents his parents in (laughs) Stanford—they were his legal advisors. That's the problem. That's Uh the
7: problem. Because he said this month in New York, uh, in in a conference in New York, you know, look, I screwed up, but I never committed fraud. That's what he said. So, uh, yeah, I don't know that they're going to catch him on some SEC. Violations, But when we come back, I want to go through the people who are being sued that in, quote, I'm going to put in quotes, endorse this product and uh, why they're being sued and, and what you think is going to happen with that. So that's when we come back. Is it real? Is it, Cal, time just flies by. It's I already. Know. All right. We'll be back and talk a little more about that. And then we're going to jump into a little more crypto about some Kim Kardashian lawsuit. Hello.
6: Be careful out there this is radio law talk and the show will continue in just a little bit on many great local radio stations and of course always on radiolawtalk.com where you can time shift the shows via our free podcast we'll be back all advertising for legal services on radio law talk
7: This is Frederick Penny. Do you have a copy of my book, Goose, yet? Goose has been listed by Amazon as a bestseller, and that means you should see what everyone is talking about. Goose is the beginning of a trilogy that takes the many life lessons of the Collins family and presents them in an easy-to-read, fictionalized format.
6: Goose is a self-improvement book wrapped in a good story that helps readers think about how to live their best life, and it makes a great gift. Goose, available at Amazon.
8: Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549.
6: Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk.
7: So before we get to the celebrities that are being sued uh, over the uh, NFT endorsement, not NFT endorsements, the uh, crypto endorsement, uh, what you guys talked about Kim Kardashian, how that was dropped, the lawsuit against her uh, for her endorsement of cryptocurrency, but there's an update what the judge said, right?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean So last week we talked about Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, they had their lawsuits, lawsuits against them dropped. Now, there were certain conditions um, that Kim Kardashian, because of SEC, uh, this was a private claim that was dropped. The SEC also sanctioned her and she's not allowed to endorse cryptocurrency for three years and things like that. But in the civil lawsuit. It was dismissed, but it was dismissed without prejudice, I meaning that the judge gave leave to amend, if the plaintiffs could, to allege a cause of action, to allege something that, that could be properly alleged and maybe pursued against Miss Kardashian and Mr. Fla- uh, Mayweather. However, what we didn't know last week was a little extra in that the judge apparently while giving leave to amend, was skeptical that they would be able to find something <coughs> that they could amend. So he said, look, knock yourselves out trying to find something. I'm not going to say you can't, but hint, hint. good luck. You know, uh, so
7: we'll see what happens. So the FTX, just just FYI, those who were sponsored, uh, the FTX sponsor, the Mercedes AMG Formula One team, the... Uh, the their esports team in millions of dollars, TSM, they were going to rename it the FTX slash TSM esports team. The Miami Heat, the FTX Arena. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, major, I didn't, this one I didn't know, Major League Baseball Umpires were wearing a patch that said FTX on them. I didn't know that the golden supposedly Golden State Warriors and Washington Capitals were le- either were or in the process of talking to them. You got all those Super Bowl ads I mean and then that, you know, then that doesn't even include the famous people right that, yep. that are being sued which are um, we've got uh, Steve Curry, Stefan Curry, Tom Brady, Giselle Ban, Giselle Butchkin. I- Butchkin. Shaquille O'Neal, Naomi Osaka. Is Kevin Leary part of the lawsuit or uh, not? I don't, uh, maybe, yes, probably, probably. Yeah, I don't remember who. And then uh,
4: La- Larry David. Yeah, Larry, who is Larry David? So Larry David, you ever seen, <laughs> you ever seen Seinfeld? Yeah. Okay, the character of George Costanza is hmm. based on Larry David, and the oh. reason why is because Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld wrote Seinfeld.
0: Oh, and so
4: okay. Jerry Seinfeld's in Seinfeld, but Larry David is not. He later had a show on HBO, I think it was called Curb Your Enthusiasm. And it's, it's still on him, one of yeah. those other he, he places. Is, he is hilarious. Uh, and he's the one. That, his commercial on the Super Bowl was the one. He played the guy. They 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 recount all the historical discoveries, like the wheel and fire and indoor plumbing. And he was always the guy that says, "Yeah, you know, I don't think that's going to take off. I don't think it's going to work." And so the the joke was that he was saying that with regard to FTX. I don't think it's going to take off. With the obvious inference from the commercial being, "No, no, this is about a sh- this is about as sure thing as the wheel." And fire and indoor plumbing, come join us. And so he got sued too. So,
7: yeah, here's something interesting. So, uh, a guy named Greewall, he is works for the SEC Division of Enforcement. Um, he brought up the fact that the federal securities laws are. This is a quote from him. He's <coughs> This is what he's making a quote about. And I don't want to get into the, the Floyd Mayweather and the Kim Kardashian thing you've talked about already, but he said, "quote Now." You know whether or not someone is, violates SEC rules is the federal securities laws are clear that they that any celebrity or other individual who promotes a crypto asset security must disclose the nature, source, and amount of compensation they received in exchange for the promotion. So there it is. That's the argument, guys. I know we've killed a killed this like a dead horse, but this is to me this is super interesting. This is super interesting on what's going on here. And I think this the reason we're talking so much about it, this is going to affect us for long term. This is not Absolutely. just a one-time deal. It's not just that it happened one time. This is going to be a segment of our society that's going to have to be litigated like crazy i
4: mean the best the best evidence that this is not a one-time deal is that literally there's a law that you just cited about what a celebrity has to say when they endorse it now they just don't make up these rules out of out of thin air and whole cloth usually these rules and all the regulations are made up because hey when stuff like this first came on the scene then the fraud came on the scene and well we part we better come up with some rules to address this and that's why you have the rules there, right? And
2: we're going to see the bankruptcy go on. We're going to see these big entities right. that um, that free, uh, Bankman Freed had um, contracted with Going to the bankruptcy court and saying, "Please let us get out of this contract because right. they cannot pay the second installment," which or which
7: they'll probably get out of. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, they will. Cal, you had something yours.
6: Here? I was just going to say, it's fascinating to me that we're we're talking about political donations, and it was not unusual for big business guys to give to both parties. It's called the cost of doing business. You know, right. Look, if you're going to regulate me, or you may not, whoever ends up on top, I want you to remember, I helped you out a little bit. You know, So there's always that kind of thing going on. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: yeah. they have different interests. They, they right. want the Republicans to do this for them, and they want the Democrats to do this, and it's right. more likely those those policies will be in those um, political parties.
7: Right, and like Denise said, are they going to give some of this money back? But now, not just crypto, now NFTs. That's right. Are, there's Now, uh, celebrities are being sued for NFT endorsers. And by the way, the bored ape. I I don't get it. I've seen the pictures. Oh, this is worth tons. Fred, I've heard this. Fred, I've got a such and such ape, um, crypto, I mean, uh, NFT ape. I love Cal because he's making the same remarks I do. Like, what? Like, we're like, we're just old dudes, man. I don't get (laughs) this But they're making tons of money on this crypto. Not crypto. This board ape NFTs. Now, what is that? Well, let's non fungible. Yeah, yeah. It's a non fungible T. What's the token? Token. So what it is is NFT is basically um, something that you buy. Like the first tweet was an NFT. The first tweet ever they sold the actual tweet. So that's it's something that is like a piece of art, but it's more it's like a
2: piece of history?
7: History, art.
2: Uh, it's like the first thing of something? Yeah,
7: or something. They've made this picture of an ape, and there's only two of them with a nose that's crooked to the right or some weird thing like that, right? It, it
4: uh, is. It Look, an NFT, you, you know, we talked about cryptocurrency is a form of money that's on a blockchain, and the whole idea is to make, if I pay you a token in whatever, Bitcoin, that that's unique to you, I can't give that same token to somebody else, it is to you. NFTs are a way to digitize and have a unique piece of digital art that right. represents something right. that's completely initial, uh, completely original, as opposed to the copy and paste, and you can make a bunch of them, right? And so that's what they are, That that's what these NFTs NFTs are. So when you talk about the first tweet, there's probably one that's been designated as the representation of the first tweet. It's got that designation. There is no other thing that has that first designation as the first tweet. It's digitally encoded in the NFT. And if I sold it to you, then you would own it. I can't copy it and sell it to somebody else. You own it. Right. Like you would own an original Monet or, right. or something right. so like that. Right, So that's
7: what it is. But Jimmy Fallon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Justin Bieber, Madonna, Kevin Hart, Stephon Curry, Snoop Dogg, Serena Williams, Post Malone, The Weeknd, Fallon's Productions, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, are being sued in a class action suit for endorsing the bored ape NFT. Uh, Okay. You know what? All I gotta say, I, I know that. <laughs> all I gotta say is, there's some lawyers are gonna make a lot of money because mm. there are lawyers there right now that that's all they do is handle NFT crypto lawsuits and or not just that of how to navigate through it. And man, I guess that's a new specialty, right?
6: Do they pay them in crypto? How does I that I don't work? know.
7: I don't know. But anybody else know anything? All, that's all I know is they're being sued. Do we know anything about it?
2: Well, uh, it's it's oh. like a cryptocurrency. It's very know. similar. It's like crypto art that comes out and this one this one right here of the cat. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That just sold for six point six million dollars.
4: Wow. <sighs> look, look it's 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 no different. It's no different than if you had a an original Mickey Mantle oh, I get rookie, that. rookie card rookie or anything. Card, right. it, it's no different it's like trading and, cards. And, and, and the issue here is is it worth a lot? Is it not worth a lot? And the fact that some celebrity says, hey, I've got this. I think it's going to be worked a lot. Well, if you want to buy it and take that risk, that's up to you. Just because a celebrity said it, I, I don't get these lawsuits. I, 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 think they're, I, I think it's a bunch of garbage.
7: When we come back, hour three, we're going to do another case or no case, and we got parents suing Meta, or that's Facebook. We'll be back.
4: You are listening
6: to Radio Law Talk on a lot of great radio stations around the country, and we are thankful for every one of you, every listener, every station. Thanks a lot. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk at six minutes after the next hour.
3: You'll say, Are you married? We'll say, No, man. But you
6: can You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.
5: be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for healthcare. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true, the typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join Metashare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited-time offer. You have to sign up before December 31st. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.